For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my God! Oh my goodness! You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What's up, college football preview fans? It's winning cures everything. I am Gary. And I'm Chris. I said that weird, didn't I? I am Gary. Like it's I am Legend. Like the I Will think, Smith movie. I think it's okay. I, I think mean that that one. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini. And you can follow the show at Winning Cures. You can also get us on Facebook, on YouTube, on Periscope, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or you can just make it easy on yourself and go to winningcureseverything.com because we got links to everything over there. Make it very, very simple on yourself. We're going to go through the AAC East today, the American Athletic Conference in the last season that the Yukon Huskies will be in the league. I don't know that anybody's going to miss them. <laughs> and well, Yukon fans might like I think they're going to miss being in it. I just at least the the five football fans that are actually out there. This is my favorite conference in all of college football. Oh yeah. I, I know. mean, I've made this so so clear. If, if people watched last season, I love I love the American. Yeah. It's well, I mean, so it's, good. It's very patriotic. I mean, it's not even <laughs> You're about like, that. I'm not even worried like, about you, that. I'm you just... could have called it whatever you wanted. It's just these teams are fun. Yes. They're way better than people in the country give them credit for. I agree. I mean, there's, and some of them I think are going to take big steps forward. You're going to see my records, and none of them are going to be like, you know, 12 and 0 like UCF. But I think that's because everybody beats up on one another. Everybody's good. And I don't think that that's a knock on your conference. No, I don't. I don't think so at all. I think everybody's pretty good. I really like this conference a lot. The show brought to you by BetNow.eu. Use promo code Winning Fifty. That is W I N N I N G five zero. For those that wanted to make fun of my southern accent, you can bite me. Winning Fifty is the <laughs> is the promo code. Uh, I had people tell me that they couldn't understand the promo code when I was reading it. That's why, I, yeah. So I've started spelling it out much easier that way. I can enunciate, I guess, letters more clearly. Either way. You speak better than I do. So. Winning 50 is better, the promo code. It's better that you're doing it. You can me. also read it at the bottom of the screen if you're watching on video, or it'll be in the description on the podcast. Speaking of the podcast, leave some nice reviews. Tell everybody you know about it. Call your granny. Tell her to subscribe on her Apple iPhone. Hook us up. We want everybody listening to this, and when you subscribe and you leave a review, it helps put us in front of even more people. Join the community. 
Tell more people about it. We would appreciate it. Let's fire into it. Betnow.eu, by the way. Go check them out. Great sports book. Great uh, website. Layout's great. Everything about it is great. Literally. We love this place. They treat us well. They will treat you well. They make betting simple. Betnow.eu. Let's fire up. Cincinnati Bearcats, 11-2 last year, 6-2 in the conference. Uh, Luke Fickle, ahead of schedule guy. a little bit. Love this guy. Seven returning starters on offense, seven on defense. Number 51, most experienced team in the country coming back. Number eight, though, in the conference. Year three of Luke Fickle era probably will not be as successful as year two. The schedule set up perfectly last year. Correct. Uh, quarterback Desmond uh, Ritter. Is uh, he's back along with a plethora of school players. Everyone but the right side of the line is back, and I think that Michigan transfer James Hudson is probably going to help that. Uh, defense was number eight scoring defense in the country, number 11 total defense, and they should be really good again. Uh, they replaced both all league uh, uh, tackles and defensive end uh, Fitz. You remember Fitz? Um, that's, that's a lot to replace up front, right? Now, you can tell the difference. Like between 2016 and 2018, there was a shift in this team in the size and the physicality. The team is way bigger. They are more talented now. Like you can, you know how when you see a team at one point and you're like, ugh, you know, it's like, okay, like they got some dudes, I guess. And then you see them again and you're like, oh, yeah, like something happened. Like I don't know what happened, but something happened. Them ain't the same dudes. Luke Fickle went and got some dudes. Yeah, I did not like the Luke Fickle hire taking over for Jim Trestle back in Ohio State. Well, I mean they they were kind of in a bad spot. Right? I know that, and and I know he he was trying to help out his alma mater, and I think it it hurt his resume in my opinion. I really like him here in Cincinnati, staying in the state. He knows how to recruit that state. He is getting I think that, some dudes. I think that that, uh, that Ohio State thing and actually helped really, him. You think so? I think so. I think that one year of him like being thrown into it and he had to lead, Like I think sometimes well, I, that brings out the best in people. I don't think he has a problem leading. I, it, it's, no. it's not his leadership. It's just that was a big, big job for a guy that's never had oh, yeah. a head coaching job like that. Well, they, they needed somebody like him so that they could well, they, bring in Urban afterwards. They, yeah, right? they needed an Ohio State guy, which he was. Yep. Um, if you look back at that coaching staff, he he brought his boy Vrabel in. Vrabel's if, if now our Titans coach. Like, If you look at – Worked uh, out pretty well for both of them. Oh, yeah, 100%. But if, if you look at that situation, like just, just going back to the – like I'm not the guy to uh, take up for Ohio State at all, mm-hmm. but – what Jim Trestle got fired for is ridiculous. Today, in today's <laughs> in college today's, football, yeah. Jim Trestle should be murdering people for for how he was treated yeah. at Ohio State. It was it was bad. That that was not a scandal. No, that was no. that was not. A, I that's mean, yeah. the most ridiculous thing I've seen anybody get yeah. fired for ever. And that dude had like coming off winning the national championship a couple years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. All anyway. right, so Cincinnati schedule. A lot more difficult this year. Way harder. Uh, I think they get the win against UCLA to start things off. I do too. Um, hey, we both. But I, and I don't really like, like I said, placing wins and losses. Yeah. But, but you I, like that one. I like that one. I've got uh, a loss at Ohio State, and then I've got a loss at home to Miami, Ohio. Okay. So you and I had actually talked about that. Um, 
at Marshall, I think they win. I think they beat UCF at home because I think that is going to be a friggin' Super Bowl for them. Uh, at Houston, though, the week after, I think that's a loss. Uh, Tulsa is a win. At East Carolina is a win. UConn's a win. At South Florida is a win. Temple is a win. And then I think on the short week, Thanksgiving week, they lose at Memphis. That puts them eight and four, six and two in the conference. I have them eight and four as well. That's awesome. I, I, but I, like I said, I have a lot of teams in this nine and three and eight and four in this conference, and it's not a knock on them. It is they are just beating one another up. I have no idea which games they're going to win and which games they're going to lose in conference, but there's going to be some cannibalism from them, Memphis, UCF, Houston, and USF. I, I think those five teams are really good. Yeah. And I, I didn't mean to leave anybody else out. There's other teams in here I like. There's other teams that but, are building but up. But I, I yeah. think those five teams are, are marketably better. I could I could see that. And they can play with big boys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. East Carolina Pirates, three and nine last year, one and seven. Four returning starters on offense, seven on defense. Number 48, most experienced team in the country, number seven in the conference. New head coach, Mike Houston. He was 80 and 25 at James Madison. That's not too shabby. Uh, but this is going to be a years long rebuild. That's I'm right. fairly certain. It's Look, the guy, the guy can coach, but he's got a lot of work to do here. Uh, quarterback Holton Allers, Allers, uh, he provided a spark for the offense last year, but, uh, Houston does not want him to run as much as he did. I mean, the kid got hurt last year because of the running. Uh, new defense coordinator Bob Trott is implementing a four-two-five set. Uh, hopefully, that will improve their number one hundred and one total defense from last year. It, there's quite a bit of experience returning, uh, and an easier to navigate schedule is going to help them improve. But I don't think they improve that much. I've got them at four and eight. I've got them one and seven in conference. Uh, they set it up fairly well, right? You know, they've got Gardner-Webb, William & Mary, at Old Dominion, um, at UConn. Like, those are those are the four wins that I've got. And then you lose everything else. At NC State, at Navy, Temple, at Central Florida, South Florida, Cincinnati, at SMU, and then Tulsa to end the thing. I think 4-8 would be pretty good for it's this just- it's such a weird thing to think. I got the same thing at four and eight, but it's so weird to see a team that we think can start off four and zero, and then just we just don't see another win on the on the books. Well, I mean, for them, like they start at NC State, so I mean they'll start with a loss. We, okay, I, I can't. But, I, I but they, never they could open up three and two, and then you got one win the rest of the way. Yeah, it's like, man, at three and two, you're thinking, all right, bowl game. Like if we can just win three more, we can get to a bowl. And you're just and not I just get there. I don't see it. You're not gonna get there. It it wouldn't surprise me if they finished three and nine again. Yeah. I mean that just wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't I've shock me. Either. I think they can get that extra win, but I don't I think Mike Houston is a good enough coach. They could find a way to five and seven. Mm. I think they I don't they know. could find a win in there because they their offense last I mean, year was I need not to see the them problem. Improve. No, you're right. It's not the issue, but I just think this is a tough call. I think the schedule's tough. Yeah, the, oh, it's absolutely tough. Uh, let's move on. Temple, the Temple Owls, eight and five last year, seven and one in the conference, which is crazy to think about. They went eight and five, but they went seven and one in the league. Their only loss was to UCF, and that was a fantastic game. They they're they're a really good team. They're a tough yeah. team, man. I left them out of my like five that I love, 
I, I, I don't know why. Well, I th- well, because we're waiting to see what happens with um, with Rod Carey, right? We'll see. True. And so, um, look, they were eight and five last year, seven and one in the conference. Seven offensive starters back. That's pretty good. Six back on defense. Number four most experienced in the conference, but number forty four in the country. They lost head coach Jeff Collins. Then they hired and then lost head coach Manny Diaz. Yep. Oh, they finally took Northern Illinois coach Rod Carey. They they are usually the guys that hire the defensive coordinator guy. That's right. But they this like time they defense. They like tough. They said, "Screw it. We have had too many head coaches that leave from here and then go to bigger jobs. We're just going to take somebody else's head coach. Yeah, like make it easy on ourselves." So they took Rod Carey uh, from Northern Illinois. Quarterback Anthony Russo, he took over in game three last year. You remember they lost to like Villanova and somebody else. Uh, but, man, they they did not look good in their first two games. And then he went 7-3 and three as a starter. And four out of five of their offensive line return. Uh, but the offensive line does lack depth this year. That's, that's going to be a concern. Linebacker unit, best in the AAC, uh, probably one of the top 20, 25 in the country. At which they are every year. Temple just breeds these guys. Uh, four two five set. Um, let's see. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It, it, I'm looking at uh, how many they've got coming back for the front four. Uh, sorry, not many starters back uh, in the front four and the secondary, but uh, they do have a lot of upperclassmen, so that's good. Uh, definite transition situation. A bowl should definitely be attainable. I think so. I got them seven and five. Seven and five. I think they regress one game. Yeah, and it's. I mean, they won. It was their bowl game that they won last year, right? Didn't they win their bowl game? No, they finished eight and five. They finished eight and five. But did they go eight and four? Oh, oh they finished eight and four in the regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think they lost. Bowl. Um, I got them beating Bucknell. I got them losing to Maryland. A win at Buffalo. I think they're going to humiliate Georgia Tech. I think those players. Uh, are going to want to get back at Jeff Collins. This is a rare situation where the guy has to bring his Power 5 team back to the G5 school. Like, that's that's rare. So I think that they're going to beat up on Georgia Tech. I think they win at East Carolina. That puts them out at 4-1 and one in the first five. But then after that, look, Memphis at SMU, UCF at USF, Tulane at Cincy, and UConn. Like, obviously, they get the UConn win. Uh, I've only got them beating... SMU, SMU. and Tulane. I was going to say. And then I just, I'm always wary to chalk up wins at Tulane. Well, just, but this this one's in Philly. I, I understand. But, but against, the triple option's yeah. a triple option. Well, but it, see, if that's you're the re- thing. If you're ready for it, you're they ready for it. They ain't running the triple option. They're, they're, they're doing one of those weird things. He's trying to move more modern. And that's one of the reasons I don't know if I like him a lot this uh, year. But, but we'll talk about it. Maybe I need to change my Tulane pick. Then. We'll talk about it in the next division. Not a fan. Um, but yeah, so Temple, I got seven and five. You got them seven and five. I got them seven and five. Okay, that sounds about reasonable. Uh, let's move on. Central Florida. This is the team everybody's here for anyway, right? Nah, maybe not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Twelve and one last year. Eight and zero in the conference. Two undefeated seasons back to back. Come on, man. Well, last year wasn't undefeated. Well, before the bowl. Game. I know. I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Regular season. Uh, yeah, 8-0 in the conference, seven offensive starters returning, five on defense, number six most experienced in the conference, number 46 in the country. Head coach Josh Heupel, he kept the magic going with Mackenzie Melton and them, uh, but then they have the injury, and they lose to LSU in the Fiesta Bowl, 
And now they're bringing in Notre Dame quarterback Brandon Wimbush as a transfer. He's going to battle sophomore quarterback Daryl Mack Jr. They got a ton of talent. They got more talent than anybody else in the league. And that's saying something because this is really, it's a good conference. It's a good conference. It's a the really defense good conference. returns a bulk of the secondary, but not much else. Defensive line was number 118 against the run in 2018. They'll probably get better on that this year. They brought in some dudes. Uh, schedule this year. It is not nearly as kind as it has been the last two Oh, no, seasons. they went out and they got, some, they got some people to play. Yeah, they well, they got some people to play, but they also wear the road games and whatnot set well, yeah, up. Yeah, it just happens it's, to fall. It's That's just right. a little different. This True. year, we're not going to get, like, the last two seasons we've had four games between Memphis and UCF. That ain't happening this year because they don't play in the regular season. Uh, look, I've got them going 10-2 and two this year. I got them 7-1 and one in the conference. I got them winning this division. Um. And here's how this works out, right? So Cincinnati, I've got beating them. Okay. Right? We already talked about that. Yep. I've got them losing at home to Stanford and then winning at Pitt the week after. I think the same thing. But then I got them beating everybody else. And Cincinnati, I think, loses at Houston and at Memphis. So that's two conference losses for Cincy and only one for Central Florida, even though they lose at Cincy. You feel me? Yep. All right. So I've got them 10 and 2. And I think that's pretty good. Yes, 10, ten I wins think that's is pretty, remarkable. But can you imagine? 10 wins is remarkable. If, if they were to lose two games by Friday, October the 4th, can you imagine what that fan base will be? That it, They have been one of, so if, unbelievable. If, if one of those teams is Stanford and they have a road win over a Power 5 team, I mean, I know Pitt's not like a juggernaut, but they're also not, you know, like a bum. Well, I'm saying if you, it's not if like you going lose at we'd Cincy, we'd be Rucker. Because the last two years, they've been undefeated in conference. Right? I mean, undefeated regular season in yeah. national champs in 2017. But you lose to Stanford at home in the biggest game on the schedule. Correct. And then you lose at Cincinnati in the first real conference game. I mean, it. How does the fan base react? They well, haven't just, had to deal with this in they, years. I don't think. I don't think you can just say we finally lost a game. Oh, let's just throw in the towel. No, let's I all agree go home, you. guys. Let's go home. We finally lost a conference game. Well, let's quit playing football. We're not going to support the team <laughs> anymore. No, I'm with you. I'm I, with I just you. don't I understand think that's realistic. Like, what are you talking about? Josh Heupel is a really good coach, by the way. I forgot. I don't know how I forgot this, but I totally forgot that he learned and coached under Leach. You didn't remember that? No. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how I knew him, where I knew him. It's from Oklahoma when when Leach yeah. was there back 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 in the day under Leach as a quarterback coach. Yeah, he, he he's legit. Like if he can, he's gonna he's he's a he's not gonna be. He is a good coach. He has got two. And this quarter- is a really good team. They well, got a lot of talent. Here's the difference, though. Yeah, the team's got a lot of talent. He's got two quarterbacks that ain't real good at throwing the football. He'll figure it out. That's, I figure they, he you will. You know what? They got neither one of these, not to. Neither, Brandon Wimbush hadn't had a quarterback's coach work with him the way Hypo's going to work with him. Hypo sure. will get more out of him. If he's a starter, Hypo will get more out of him than anybody coaching Notre Dame ever could have. Yeah, you're probably right. He's just a better coach than those guys. You are probably right. All right. UConn, we got two more. The UConn Huskies, 1-11 last year, 0-8 in the conference, six guys back on offense, nine 
starters back on defense. Number 69, most experienced team in the country. Number 11 in the conference, though. Randy Edsel's second stint has pretty much been a disaster. He is 4-20 and 20 since he came back. Defense is the main culprit. Of course, the defense set FBS records with 617 yards per game allowed and 50.4 points per game. They were, last year, the number 123 uh, most inexperienced team in the uh, in the country. This year, of course, number 69, so that's a little better. Uh, the offense has got their seventh offensive coordinator in seven years. They lost quarterback David Pendle and their top four receivers, so where they were actually able to put up points in some games last year, might be a little more difficult to do that this year. Uh, how much does this school actually care about football? Does Edsel have any kind of magic left whatsoever? And I wrote, actually, like I did my my note-taking and whatnot okay. and wrote down this, how much does this school actually care about football before they decided that they were bouncing, bouncing to the Big East. I found that funny. That doesn't have a football conference. That's all I'm saying. Um, I don't think that they care. Like I, I think I think they're just done, right? You know what's strange? If you were to look up UConn's football locker rooms, they just went through a massive renovation. Yeah, I know. To help recruiting, and they look really good. Yeah, and, and they spent a lot of dough. Somebody cares. Somebody cares enough to stroke a big check. Yeah, you're right about that. That guy got to feel like an ass right now. <laughs> I got him. I got him one and eleven. The only win is uh, over Wagner to start yeah, things off. One and eleven. They won't sniff another win. No, I think you're they, probably it, right. It won't be within double digits of anybody the rest of the season. All right, take two. We we had to chop the video, but now we're getting into the South Florida Bulls. I am excited about this. Me too. All right, one of the teams I love in this in this conference, definitely in this division. Now, I don't love them. I think they'll be a little better than last year. Okay. But I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, well, look, let's just let's go through the notes. Seven and six last year, three and five. Returning starters, they got nine on offense, six on defense. Number 32 in the country in experience returning, number two in the conference. So that's, that's all good, right? Pretty big. Charlie Strong, 17 and eight in his first two seasons. They started seven and oh last year. And then finished the year 0-6. That's tough. There was talent and a little bit of the injury bug, but not much. It was mostly because of, like, that team was just not disciplined towards the end of the season for whatever reason. Uh, quarterback Blake Barnett, key weapon for new offensive coordinator Kerwin Bell, who, for those that keep track of these things, if you have not heard of that name, uh, Division II national title-winning Valdosta State head coach is now the OC at South Florida. Uh, that should show you the difference in... Uh, finances. That's right? right. Like South Florida's offensive coordinator makes that more much more money than a Division II national championship coach. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. crazy. Uh, number 95 scoring defense, number 104 total defense. New de- uh, defense coordinator Brian Jean Mary. He spent the last nine years under Strong as a linebackers coach. Uh, so Strong bringing in people that he's comfortable with that he knows to, to keep this thing going. Charlie Strong's defensive S&P plus rankings. All right. Now, this is pretty crazy. Uh, seven and six at Louisville in 2010, they were number 27 in defense. 2011, they were seven and six again, number 22 in defense. Then he goes 11 and two with the number 49 S&P plus efficiency defense. That's right. 
Number nine, most efficient defense in 2013. That's when he went 12 and one. Then he goes to Texas, All right? Six and seven with the number 12 defense. Then he's got uh, five and seven with the number 60 defense. Five and seven with the number 50 defense. That was 60, six zero. Yeah, six zero and then five zero the next year. Um, and then 10 and two his first season in South Florida with the number 29 defense and then number 80 with the uh, seven and six record last year. So his records are all over the place. Like his defense doesn't have to be good for them to win. That's right. In some cases, when the defense is good but the offense is bad, they can still be good, or sometimes they just suck, period. That's right. I don't know what to make of Charlie Strong. There is no identity, right? I've always defended him, and I don't know why, and the more I look at his resume, I just wonder, what am I defending? And I I don't know the answer to that, but I do like him. I've always liked him. Obviously, he's a high-character guy, right? That's right. Like We we believe that. But But, but when you have the mistakes you have at the end of the year last year that are discipline issues, and we're not talking about discipline off the field, getting in trouble, but just just like fumbling the football, offsides, like penalties that are are all about... Correctable. Yes. Is your team focused? Is your team playing, you know, with some pride and, and, and actually... Paying attention to the details, I I just I just like him. I think he's a really good coach, and I just feel I don't know like if the I feel like Texas just that. But part of me just wants to blame <laughs> Texas because I don't like the school, and I just think. But with the season like him. last season, it's like okay. Now a lot of it could have been that they were pretty young last year, right? It, That's so right. The year before they lost a ton of seniors. So, it, because you remember us talking before about if this, like, if you're going to jump, you better jump. That's right. But he didn't, and here we are. Now, they do get a lot of experience back this year. Uh, I've got them at 7-5 and five this year. Okay. Um, losses, basically bookend losses. Like, two losses to start the year with Wisconsin and at Georgia Tech, and then a loss uh, at home to Cincinnati, uh, at home to Memphis, and then at UCF to close the season, and then winning everything else in between. So, I've got them 8-4. And it wouldn't surprise me if they win the Georgia Tech game. I know, that and, wouldn't surprise and, me at and, all. And just, and I don't, like, the, there's nobody really on the schedule outside of Wisconsin realistically. And I don't know that the way Wisconsin played last year, that that's such a, like, they realistically could win all these games. Now, I'm not yeah. saying they're going to go undefeated. I got a mate in four. But, but I don't think anybody is so head and shoulders better than them. If they bring their A game and the other team is not ready, they can win all these games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and so, I don't know. Like I said, they're one of my eight. I've got a lot of eight and four, nine and three, ten and two in this conference because it, and I don't think it's a negative on anybody in this conference. I just think they're going to knock each other off. I can believe that. All right. So that's going to wrap up the AAC East. Uh, go to winningcureseverything.com. We've got all the other previews up there. Go to betnow.eu. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.